going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to the VAR Bar Podcast. My name is Andrew, a.k.a. Rapping Drew. I'm your host for the most, and I'm joined again, season two, episode 30. We in there. How we doing, guys? Come on, come on. Let's go. Welcome back. Welcome back. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get hey, it. We, we made it to season two, man. So we made it, man. We're still me, friends. Me, in case y'all <laughs> forgot the cast, um, obviously, Press Keek is in the building. Yo. Um, Jake is in the building. Hey, hey. Big Charles in the building. Come on. Shambaz is in the building, Tubbo. Big season, big season for us, man, this year. Get me yeah, yeah. <laughs> Top four Energy. in that. Oh, yeah. C, yeah. C Strides is in the building. Come on. Ken is in the building. We're about. Quest, aka Shalom's in the building. What's good? Money Mitch is also somewhere in the building. London is red. Not... London is red. Okay. <laughs> last but not least, of course, the Shoreditch Bandit himself. Earring, earring, <laughs> uh, earring I, just, hey, I had a certain nickname for the eye. Right, next, next episode, don't worry, I got you. Be <laughs> active, yeah. Come on, all right. But, Toast, man, I want to ask you, man, how are you feeling since that? Since you, since you've done the earring, man, on your left or right ear, man, are you feeling different? Different, yeah, I'm yeah. feeling nice, man. I'm feeling like Willie really, really Saliba, man. Just just going to a big club, man. Mm. Franchise. Franchise. You have to, franchise. You have to, piece, brother. You have to talk us through that gift, though, when you when you did that on Insta, where you moved your head left to right like that. Yeah. I was like... Yeah, you know I was just That was Kenner vibes. DM's popping, yeah? Hey, man. I saw Twitter. <laughs> I saw I saw the engagement. I saw the engagement on Twitter. I was like, all right. All right. <laughs> hey man, it's the bandit in it, man. Normal level, isn't it? Come on. Yeah, man. So obviously, um, the Premier League is starting again. So that means the our fantasy Premier League is also starting. We've got our official VAR Bar League as well. Um, you can join our league with the code 9BB3DV. Join the Varbar Podcast League to be in a chance to win a jersey of your choice for the 21-22 season. So obviously, man, if you if you guys listening to this, if you haven't joined it yet, the code is 9VB3DV. That's it, right? That's it. That's it, man. Yeah. Find the link uh, on our Twitter page as well, man. All right, cool. So let's start with a bit of news. Um, let's start with Messi. So Messi has decided to stay at Barcelona after all. Waste, uh, waste, waste, man. man. Top level. He's waste, a, he's man. he's one of the brothers that you sent to the shop kind of guys, man. He's a fool for that, man. I mean, every single one of us called it. Like this guy is throwing his toys out of the pram, and he's hoping to get his way in some way, and he's just going to end up staying. It was never going to be, man. But but have you have you heard his interview? Yeah, yeah, garbage. How does that sound like garbage, bro? Come first, on, he, was, he was moving first, like, I think okay, he was going to move. <laughs> I was moving like, okay. All he needs is tears. Oh, wait, let me ask you a question, though. As Barcelona, hold on, hold on. Let me, let, me, let me place the facts from Messi's point of view before, before we move to Tabo. So, based on that interview, Messi was saying that he's been... Um, basically, this season, he was always planning to leave after this season, Barcelona, because he felt like 
under the current regime, the club is not moving forward and it has not been moving forward for a while now. Um, he said that he's had talks with the president, um, Bartomeu, that um, he was allowed to leave. So they, they promised him that if he wanted to leave, he could leave, but they can have that talk um, at the end of the season. Um, obviously, COVID happened. Um, so the talks got delayed, delayed, delayed. So obviously, when they got trashed by um, Bayern Munich, that's when their season ended and that's when he um, didn't want to quote-unquote talk to Bartomeu anymore, like basically go to his office, but he wanted to do it officially. That's why he sent that fax. <laughs> Did it the old school way. He sent a bureau fax, as they call it, uh, to kind of quote-unquote make it official. Now, Barca are saying that uh, there's a clause, in, that clause that he can um, leave. He basically has to announce to the club that he wants to leave before June the 10th or something. Obviously, that, that wasn't happened officially, but verbally. Um, and this is what Barcelona and obviously La Liga are standing on. Um, Shall I tell you where that's capped, though? And based, uh, sorry, and, and obviously, according to Messi, based on that, he feels like, yeah, he's been betrayed by the higher-ups. He wanted to leave. Let me, talk, let me, let me tell you where that's capped, yeah? yeah? Because you try, you're trying to tell me, if someone of his legal team, his seniority, like, within football, the football world, yeah, mm. You, you, you almost let a date bypass you. He literally went from saying that I wanted to leave all season. So how in the hell did you think, okay, yeah, like from um, a director's blessing, you're going to let the 10th of June pass without mentioning something then? And do you know, again, it's capped because there's been plenty of players who have agreed new contracts with clubs. No, no, but, but Char, think about I it think, logically. Yeah. Think about it logically. The season, had it ended, they were still in the Champions no, League. But, if he announces but, no, that people, before then... Wait, if you think about it, if he yeah, announces it, then that puts the their season in jeopardy. Yeah. That was his thing as well. But he also said in that interview, he also said that he wanted to do, obviously, because he's given a lot. Barca's given a lot to him, but he's given a lot to Barca as well. So he's thinking this can be done amicably. This can be, you know, you're going to give him a No, but he's already said the director's been a problem for seasons now. Mm. So why is he then going to yeah, But everyone him? knows this. Everyone knows this. Yeah, but, no, but my that's point why, is... That's why, he has, that's why he has that contract in no, but place. My point is, how can you go blind thinking, yeah, he's just, he, um, this good, this good, a goodwill agreement is going to be honoured exactly. when so you've already said that, that you don't rate him. I agree with you, man. I can't lie. No, yeah. no, no. But if that was you, man, okay, okay, that's fair. I, I get why you're saying that. So if that's you, man, you're still in the Champions League. I think that was just before the quarterfinals, yeah. so hadn't even been played. Yeah. Are you? And I think the La, La Liga I wasn't. I get what you're saying, yet. Kenna. Oh, you nothing, nothing, nothing had been played yet. But my, 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 my point is, you're trying to. But he could have made something official. He could have put it in writing no, and I, get the no, brother to agree you. beforehand. So would you have done it? Would you have done it? No, this is what I've done. I would have thought, okay, this guy, I do not, I don't trust this guy. I don't rate him as a director. Then before the 10th of June comes up, I'm getting something documented saying that at the end of the season, I can leave. So then La Liga wasn't, and the Champions League wasn't. Let's have a look. The thing is, damn if you do, damn if you don't. Because that's it. If people started to put a transfer request around that June the 10th, it would have come up and then it would have disrupted Barcelona's um, flow and the season. Why does he care? Messi... He wants to leave though. Messi's like, oh, been leaving for seasons, bro. Seasons <laughs> off season. Oh, well, this is this, this, this the thing. You know the this amount the of times about... Messi's done this. No, but yeah, listen, it's not about disrupting bro. them, man. You don't care about them, man. That's his club, man. That's his club, bro. From the age of 12, bro. This guy was ready to walk away from his country, bro. Man's talking about club. Okay, cool. really say, Yo, you know what? Hey, let's you, move up. Bro, he's got no, Spanish, Argentinian, I anyway, have, man. I just have a question, quick question in it. 
if Barcelona had won this the is Champions the thing League, thank you Tony. would Messi he, have asked he wouldn't have cut bro he, he wouldn't. wouldn't have so you I'm man sorry. need to stop the cap exactly what Steve said in it the fact is, hey, but this is, but this is, was rattled and he was embarrassed and he was acting impulsively. That's the case, yeah. This was this, yeah, but he made, he made that point. Stop, toast. Stop the nonsense. Toast, hold on. He made that point in that interview as well, where like obviously the results against the Roma, sorry, Rome, Liverpool, and then obviously Munich, um, obviously aided to him, contributed to him wanting to leave. So, yes, in that, in, that, in that instance, in that instance, you're right that. But it's proven his point that this club is a mess from top to bottom. And so, Messi, Sam, pitch, let me ask you a question. Do you not believe that the reason why he's not leaving is because Barcelona are shaking him as opposed to him not Now, let me speak. Now, let me speak uh, because that's, that's what I wanted to address. Um, basically, yeah, what I think is that Barcelona and La Liga have actually done the stupid thing because, first of all, they're keeping a player that doesn't want to play for them, who is arguably the best player in the world, Right. Um, so they're going to keep him on for another season. Potentially, he might not even perform to his best ability. Um, two, they're, go- they're not going to get any money for him. They could have been smart and, you know, scrap the 700 um, uh, million thing and just say, do you know what, um, Man City or whoever wants to buy, give us 250 mil or whatever it is and a player or something like that. And then, you know, they could have rebuilt their squad. But now he's essentially going to stay for, uh, and play for a year uh, probably if you're missing, what do you play? do though? Like, nah, but the no, thing no, no, is, no, no, to, to, answer your question, is... to answer your question, Victor, I think it, it will just go dirty, man. This will go to the courts. It will be long-winded. It will disrupt Barcelona's season, new manager, yeah. everything. I think Messi is, is working in the best interest of the club rather than him. So he's just thinking, okay, let but me just... Think... Let me just. I, I think, I think he knows he would have lost if it went to court. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think legally Messi would have lost. Because yeah. honestly, what would have happened if he had the cases, they would have they would have taken him to court and they would have settled it out of court. Because they, they knew, they would have known that he has the case and there's there's a chance that they would have lost in court. But, yeah. but hey, Jets, Liga, you're, you're missing the point Liga, now. Um, yeah, no, your point is, um, um, I agree that they missed the point, they missed the chance to actually catch, it, catch in on Messi, which they didn't. Yeah. But I, think they, I think they were just embarrassed. I think they were just saying, this is our star boy. You can't let him go like that. Messi is a pussy, old man. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's honestly the right. shameless, shameless man in football, isn't it? Let's move on. All right, but yeah, let's move on. Messi is staying. Um, another big season ahead. Let's see if he will reclaim the Champions League in his final season, quote unquote. Um, <laughs> um, let's move on to another player that did a TV interview a couple of weeks back, which was Harry Maguire. Of course, um, you guys remember that Harry Maguire had, a, had an incident in uh, Mykonos where he punched up a police officer and subsequently bribed the same police officer and just moving, <laughs> moving like a top criminal that he is. Do you know who I am? And then last week... And then last week, yeah. Do you know what's funny? It was like, the headline that I saw, Harry Maguire breaking his silence. Ah, uh, for what the hell? It's just like an episode of keeping up with the Kardashians or what? What the hell? So what, no, what, did, we, what did we make of that interview, Lights? What, what? I want to hear from Strides, fam, because he, he seemed to... Uh, <laughs> just, I, I just... Strides, you, you said, you said, because I think we, you, you, you mentioned it in the chat first, and you said, like, you believe him. I can't lie, yeah. When I first saw it, I felt a bit sorry for him. Man looked like he was about to start crying. And then obviously when you man got onto me and I watched it again 
and I and I listened to the story. I was thinking, nah, this don't add up. So Emmy award-winning performance, man. He's um, like, don't buy you know it. Was? I, was, yeah. I was closer to R. Kelly than the messy thing, bro. <laughs> man, no, but it was when he said, like, obviously they they thought they were going to the hospital for his sister, and then they ended up getting seeing police or something. Yeah. And they were going to beat them up, and they they kind of went on their knees. I was thinking, but where was his sister then? And then he started running. He started dashing. AFC <laughs> cap, bro. Yeah, it didn't add up, man. Just to add to the facts of this whole situation, by the way, um, you know now he's put in a, um, he's put in a, I think he's put in a pill. So like as of I think Greek law, uh, once someone puts in a pill, your your charges are then dropped until conviction again. Mm-hmm. So as of now, he's actually not been, he's not convicted. Um, Retrial hasn't so happened. Is it? Yeah, it hasn't happened yet. So they're they're basically waiting. I think it's going to happen next year. Next so, year, mad. Yeah, yeah. So Evidence have to be gathered, man. Yeah, they're saying if it has happened by by December or something like that, but you'll see. Yeah, guys, I was watching a video of Good Morning Britain, and he, they, he was interviewing um the lawyer that prosecuted him, and he was saying that basically because his sister didn't come forward to give her account of the situation, hence why they didn't take it. And the way the Greek system works is they only pursue a matter if someone raises it up. So mm-hmm. that's why they didn't they didn't pursue that particular um. Well, the particular uh, issue that his sister was going to be accepted. But one thing I don't get, one thing that doesn't make sense is he was saying his, girl, his wife, his fiance, saw his sister's eyes roll back. And I was thinking, how far? Like, you can see someone's eyes roll back when you're standing very close to them. But can you see the eyes roll back when you're far away? That, that got me thinking, hmm. There's oh, ju- yeah. The stories, the stories just bogus, There's hella man. holes. He left There's holes, he, man. He, he didn't even, he didn't even mention the fact that he punched up an officer and why. The interview didn't even ask him that as well. Like, bro. I think he said he was scared. And um, the actual interview was horrible. I mean, horrible. Yeah, he, he didn't ask the right questions at all, man. But he was on his side, didn't it? It's to be expected. England we needed Pierce Morgan for that, man. I don't really like him, but we needed him for the for that moment. It was but, just scripted. But Gareth Southgate um, eventually <laughs> dropped him from the England squad. Yeah. After having him in there in the first place, but then dropped him. What What do we make of that? To be expected. Yeah, I mean, he tried to he tried to back he tried to back him in it, and you know, say say all the right things, keep it keep it politically correct, and you know, basically, yeah, he backed him, and he even after after the fact still after, after he was dropped yeah he was still like yeah we still have plans to bring him back into the squad um yeah. in our you know, in our next game so you know, i like the fact they show solidarity with him but the problem is it's not it's, it's, the energy is not kept when it's no, when it's, it's not about plays i like no, the it's fact that it's fine like you know stick with him good but we both know that the energy wouldn't be kept and that's our our bigger problem with just this, just everything mm. so yeah um, let's, let's wait and see what happens to be honest. I mean, he's he's he's, he's appealed it now, so we'll wait and see. He'll probably captain United next week, so yeah, oh, we'll see. A week after next, yeah. A week after next, yeah. We'll see. Um, but just to um, go on a lighter note, um, the Spurs All or Nothing documentary came out. See Strizz, Strizza. <laughs> so obviously for the nineteen twenty season. Um, Tottenham Hotspur invited Amazon to their facilities, to their club. And Amazing facilities, can I just say. Yeah, <laughs> everything in and around that. And um, they documented their whole season. So this is from, obviously, um, 
Pochettino starting the season up until the end of the season with the corona, etc. Uh, they've released the first three episodes. Uh, Strides, can you take it away, man? Can you summarize it? Yeah, so um, obviously the first three episodes will come out. Watch them, watch them, binge them, um, <laughs> to be fair. The first one was pretty much like a, like a summary of what had happened um, with in Poch, terms of with, with Poch and the things that he achieved or people might say he didn't achieve but um, the Champions League and things like that and then you could see after that like they, they were going on and saying how deflated everyone was and you could, I almost could feel that by watching it it was but the thing, sorry 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 to cut you off sorry that was that was such a horrible horrible propaganda That's, this is why I was like nah I got a question for you do you think do you think um, um, your chairman is Sack Poch and brought in Mourinho specifically because of this Amazon documentary. Because no, based on that, bro, based on that I, first twenty minutes, it looked like that. I can't lie to you. I, I think it. Yeah. yeah, I can see why you'd think that, and why people. I've seen people say that to me as well. But for me, I feel as though it's more a case of the results were poor, and like after the back end of the Champions League loss, everything was just down. Like he was coming out in in the press and saying things and I'm not a manager or I'm just, I'm just a coach kind of thing. And there was just animosity between, you can see there was animosity between Levy and Poch, even though they always said that relationship was great. It was coming to the end. And I think you got a real sense of that by, by seeing them two together. Mm. And uh, yeah, yeah, man, obviously going into episode two, when, when he did finally get sacked after our poor form, do you know, I forgot because the season was so long. I forgot how bad we actually were. Like we were horrible. We were terrible. Mm. Um, Yeah. And obviously Mourinho coming in was a bit of a shock. Like you could tell the players were a bit shocked by it and things like that. He he is, he is just top quality Mourinho. Like in terms of his (laughs) his PR is just, yeah, yeah, he's Hollywood, bro. Obviously, as as people know, like I've been very very critical of him since he's come in, but I feel like I need to give him a bit of the benefit of the doubt because we were so bad. And when you look into it, he actually has done an all, an all right job mm-hmm. for right. what he's had. Yeah, go on. Sorry, I just I just have a quick question in it because obviously yeah, I watched the first three episodes as well, and I know you said that yeah you you, you kind of just remembered how bad you guys were, but I was actually just deep in it. What I think you guys what won like. Three games on the spin, and then you guys were in fifth. And yeah. that just made me think that I, was it so much that Tottenham were so horrible, or it was just that your league position was horrible? Because for me, the fact that you guys only had to win three games, and then you were basically within touching distance of Chelsea in the top four, I kind of just felt as if it just spoke to me even more that Poch was sacked harshly. If Poch had won those three games and you were six points off fifth, no one would have said anything. It would have been like, oh, well, Tottenham are fine. So for me, I maintain the fact that I think Posh was sat too harshly. And then yep. Mourinho coming in, winning his first three games, suddenly make it seem like he was the best manager in the world. When uh, it's, not re- it's not really the case, honestly. I, I just don't... Oh, I hear what I you're saying. Like, but it's a, it's a question is like, would we have won those three games on the Poch? Like, I, I totally agree. I don't think Poch should have been sat. I think he should have been given the time he was needed. But... We couldn't buy it. But he was horrible like, we for, for nearly two there were games seasons, bro. We'd be one up and we'd draw. Yeah, yeah. I'd, look, I, I, I always maintain that Poch should be given more time, but mm. it was getting to a, a stage yeah, where we, we were looking, although, like you say, we only won two wins off of being in, in a better position. Were we going to get those wins? And how much more time were we going to give him? 
before the gap got too big. And yeah, like, look, I think Mourinho coming in has changed a lot. I think, and you know what? One thing I will say is he doesn't seem to be as niggas as, as I thought he was. He wants to try and go and win games. Because there Bro, was a, I think it do was you remember? We two off against West Ham in one of the episodes, and he said at half time, like he didn't say anything about sitting. He said, "Go get the first goal, go, 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 kill the game off." And I kind of like that. Mentality. That's what they want to show you, bro. That's what they want to show you. Bro, did you, do you remember <laughs> that scene? Do you remember that scene when his assistant came to his office and just basically he was scouting the players and reported back to him, and he was like, "Ah, oh, um, Musa Sissoko has a great, so has a great yeah. influence, yeah. influence yeah. in the squad." And I was like, "Oh no, oh no, bro, yeah. Yeah, this yeah, guy, yeah, what's yeah. wrong with him?" Yeah, um, I don't know what he's trying to do, bro. He was trying to, I like, yeah. Yeah. I've got a question for you, Strike. Cool. Do, you, do you think um, having Mourinho as a manager limits you from getting good players? Because players, when, when, when clubs are pitching projects to them, they will say, listen, we have Pep. We have, um, for example, Ateta, who's an up-and-coming up manager. We have this, we have that. But do you reckon with Mourinho, he's, more, he's, he's uh, a, a, an attraction to young, you know, players coming up. Do they want to play for Mourinho? Yeah, I think so. I think Mourinho's got a big pool, man. I think irrespective of whether he's kind of, people will say he's finished and obviously his previous couple of jobs at United and whatever, like, it hasn't been his best. I still think he's regarded as one of the top coaches in the world for, yeah. for what he's achieved. And he yeah. comes into the club as a winner. Mm. Um Regardless, the players, the Spurs players, so the I think Spurs players were like, happy to see him, to have him there yeah. as well. Like they were excited to work under him. So I was yeah, and do you know what? Like the interview, like the little passage when he, he he spoke to Kane, like called Kane into his office and he spoke to him and said, "I can like make you explode. I can take you to the next level." I felt like there was a bit of a connection there. Like it's well documented that Kane and Potter had a great relationship, and I think maybe players do believe that Mourinho can take them to the next level. Poch got us to finals, but we didn't get over the line. And Mourinho's got that history of being able to do that. So, now nah, I think I think we can attract players just simply because he's a winner and he's got that winning mentality. What did you make of um or, or to the guys that have watched it? What did you guys make of Harry Kane? <laughs> yeah, you know, I think we touched on it. We touched on it on, on the pod, didn't it? Like I think he's very. I much was a... pleasantly surprised. I can't lie to you. I have to agree. I have to agree on that one. I was not expecting a lot out of him, but he was, he was up for it. He was up for it. Fair play. Like, don't get me wrong. He's not naturally inspiring. He's not naturally that leader, yeah, but he, he that, put his best foot forward. I was going to say, he, <laughs> he's the sort of captain that he has to lead by example. He has to lead example, by the yeah. He's one of the best players. He scores lots of goals because I was not inspired by any of those team talks. I've had team talks. <laughs> my amateur, amateur level team on a Saturday that's got me more fired up for a game than Harry Kane did, man. I was shocked at. Yeah, like, bro. I think you can understand what man's saying, yeah. bro. What I was, I expected him to be a bit more arrogant, though. He's very quiet, very low key, very. You know what I mean? Again, I don't know why. I've I've never, I don't know why I thought that. To be honest, I've never got that demeanor from him. To be honest, I've never seen. Yeah, that. No, but to be fair, yeah, there was a, there was a level of arrogance though. When I, I think yeah, there was a meeting. I think yeah, when they were having a meeting, and I think he was pissed. I think it was the United game. When he came yeah. in and he was just like, people are not taking responsibility. So I think... Nah, that, that was real, bro. I, don't, I didn't see that's yeah. arrogance. That was real. He, I, I, no, I think it's arrogance in the sense that... Nah, he was I, I, when I say arrogance, like, I think it's the fact that, like, he's better than everyone else so he can say that, even though he didn't have the best game. But no one can at him because, like, yeah. bro, like... I'm I mean, that, here, like, that particular mean? part, I really, I saw it as, like, him talking even about himself, just as a team in general. I don't Fairs. think he was, like, saying... 
or I was I was playing out my skin and the rest. But the, the reason why I say this is because I haven't seen anyone else in that team have like stand up and say anything. Even Loris, like he has his like he doesn't like I, like in those meetings. There's been a few times in in the clips where those meetings have happened, and it's Jose speaking and the rest listening. Whereas I think it's quite telling that when they lost, it was him that was quite yeah. vocal about yeah, their team. I agree with that, man. Because I, I I draw comparisons to the City documentary that came out. Was it last year or whenever it was? And they were a lot more vocal. Like obviously, company being the captain, but Fabian Delph would talk a lot. And it, we didn't really have anything other yeah. than Kane. Like I was disappointed. Like Larita didn't say much. Vertonghen didn't say much. But that's what that's what Mourinho, that's what Mourinho said in it. There's, there's a bunch of nice guys. Nice. But that's yeah. why he likes Dyer. That's what I realized from from the thing here. He brought in Dyer for his, more for his bite and attitude rather than his actual playing abilities so now yeah. it's all making sense why every week you see dire people are laughing but then that was the reason why yeah so, so i've got a question for you so there, there was also a scene where like um um he mentioned when he spoke to levy levy he mentioned yeah. that alex ferguson advised him to buy dele ali yeah. would you have welcomed that at your club yeah at that point in time i wanted dele ali yeah 100 <laughs> he was being a perfect united time at that time innit? obviously as he's going on there he hasn't like been at that level, but that 15 16 season, I think it was when like, he was just doing a madness. Yes, a proper I really wanted him, yeah, 100%. Yeah, man. So that's all or nothing. First on Amazon TV, Amazon Prime. Um, yeah, man. Tomorrow, couple more episodes. Well, it's looking good, man. Right? Your, your, your club is uh, nice, facilitated. So good watch, <laughs> man. Like, the, the one yeah, very good, very good watch. I, I kind of took away from it is just. How easy footballers have it. Like for me, I just wonder <laughs> what motivation, what more motivation does a footballer need to just go out and play football? Like you're paid millions, you ain't got to worry about like what boots you're gonna wear, you ain't got to worry about packing your kit. You just gotta go out and play football for 90 minutes. And these boys still can't do that on a consistent basis. It honestly asks an amateur footballer who who's gone through the struggles of being injured and having to do physio and all of that nonsense, like. Man, footballers, they just, they have an easy life, man. Just go out for 90 <laughs> minutes and kick ball, man. Come on. Like, Jesus. Well, like, on that you, note, man. This is something you would do for free. I can't believe it, honestly. <laughs> on that note, man, let's move on to our next topic. Um, so the nominees for the PFA Player of the Year and the PFA Young Player of the Year have been announced. So let me rattle off the names. So the PFA Player of the Year has been Trent, KDB, Van Dyke, Henderson, Sadio Mane, and Raheem Sterling. First of all, these six players are they are, were those the top six players of the league last season? Yeah, Hendo was yeah. just in there for decoration, man. Abameyang should have been in, to be fair. Yeah, instead of instead of Boots. Why is that Instead of Hendo. No, I know, but I'm asking Kenna. I'd even say ahead of Van Dyke. Chill, bro. I think he had a better season than Van Dyke did in terms of um, individual. Bro, bro, let's talk to you. You were saying yourself, Van Dyke season hasn't been as good as his last one. Wait, it's still Bamiang's bad. 99.9% had... of other footballers. Not Bamiang. I don't think Bamiang's season... You're comparing it to his own season... level. You're comparing no, it to no, no, his own level. I don't think did he's been think... the best of his game. Did you even think Sterling snuck in there, by the way? Or did you think he was worthy of a nomination? Nah. Yeah, no, nah, he's, he's, he's snuck in. So this, because this is what, I'm, this what people I'm saying. Before, 
before lockdown, he was having a stink. Remember yeah. even um, Bandit, you said it yourself. They used Arsenal. Between like what, Jan and March, bro. Like, <laughs> and then you know what's the matter as well? He was actually like stat padding at the end of, at the end of this season. So yeah. mm. I don't even know why he made it personally. Yeah, so for me, it should have been Aubameyang instead of Sterling. Yeah. Um, I hear I hear Charles' point on Van Dijk as well, to be honest. But yeah, who do you, who who do you guys think that will take take us away? Obviously, we've already mentioned KDB. It's got to be KD. Yeah, KD. yeah, hundred percent agree. Mm. <laughs> KDB. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, KDB. So then the young players, okay, young player know. of the year, the yeah, nominees Trent. are uh, um, Tammy Abraham, Trent Alexander Arnold, Marcus Greenwood. What's this guy's name? Mason Mar- Mount? Marcus Greenwood. Marcus. Oh, no, Marcus Thank Rashford. You. You play <laughs> Marcus Rashford. Greenwood and Bukayo Saka. Like, you, mm. know, it's, you know what's mad? Like, mm. Rashford. Saka! We actually got to give him love, innit? Because I was like, rah, he's still in the young player category, but he's actually been around bro. that long. For a minute. That, yeah. For a mm. minute. So you actually got to give him his props that he's actually been mm. kicking ball from a quite a young age in the Prem consistently, innit? This is why we need to we need to stop we need to stop excusing him now. Like he's a big boy. Yeah. Do you know? What but I mean? yeah, 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 exactly. Now it's time because he's been he's been around the block, man. So it's time to yeah. for him to do you know what I mean? Take that next step. So who do you think? Do is what, can, can I, ask I don't know what Tammy Abraham is doing. Trent. There, to be honest, <laughs> I, me personally, I don't know what that that Saka's doing there. Let me explain why. 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 Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, Arsenal. Because I'm sure this is based on Premier League performance, right? This is based on Premier League performance. He's got five He's got five assists in the Premier League, yeah? Like, I don't think he's... Is it by numbers? He was playing out of position the whole season. Are you all right? Is it by bro, numbers? I don't, Steve, bro, I don't, Steve, me personally, question, question. is it by numbers? Steve. Oh, bro, I think question he's a good Steve, player. I think I rate him a lot. Bro, it's not the, you're not missing my point. Like, I just think that, like, in comparison to, like, other youngsters, I don't think he... Which ones? Name them, bro. Bro, he hasn't had a good, as a good season as Mason Greenwood, hasn't had as good season as Rashford. But he's a nominee. He shouldn't be there. No, no, no. Who would you have instead? Who would um, you have instead? I think he sneaked in. I didn't say he should be replaced by someone. I think he sneaked in. Uh, yeah, so then he deserved to be nominated. Nah, he definitely deserved the nomination. Yeah, for me, he deserved it, man. For me, I didn't have to re- reply to the chat. He's just trolling. We both all will agree that Saka... That's, like, that's a complete disrespect to say Saka. I mean, the influence and impact that he's had on the Arsenal team at such a moment. Just give Chad a bike award and let's move As a collective season, yes. But I'm going by what I see in the Premier League. I don't think he's... Bit like I don't think he's been that great in the Premier League in comparison to what he's done in in the other in the other, the in the other in the other areas. He hasn't been that great, but Arsenal, Arsenal, big club has decided to give him number seven shirt. No, you need to watch Arsenal more before throwing out. Gee, you know, I watch no, no, every game of Arsenal. Brother, you, I think it does it on purpose. I actually think it does it on purpose. Of course, it does it on purpose. That's what we don't in the Prem, and you're telling us. He's, he doesn't you can't get into. Oh, brother, nah, you've, you're off on this one, bro. I can't lie. <laughs> <laughs> nah, if Tam, if Tammy Dele is getting in there, man, 
No, 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 no. Tammy got 15 Premier League goals in his fair, first season. Fair, fair, fair. Not, fair. Yeah, yeah, what about, about that Mason Donny? What about that Mason Donny, though? Yeah, 37 Mason games, Bro, seven you goals, took, five assists, led the press. I'm more than happy. I said, Tell me I said he's snuck in. I'm not saying he's stuck in. benefit of the doubt as well. Just, I don't know why, but... he didn't even sneak in, bro. He was bro, I don't, one of the top six. Bro, in comparison to what you just named, he hasn't got those numbers in comparison to what he's named. Yeah, he so Bukayo, Bukayo, the thing is, the thing is, uh, Bukayo, Bukayo has been a big part of, yeah. of even in Arteta's team. Yeah. Arteta yeah. Can, I think Arteta can left, play. Bro. Arteta can say Bukayo's my second best player for me. In, he has he's been, been our in. second best player. Fair, 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 fair enough, innit? I said he snuck in, and I didn't say the he should be the there. Thing, that's that's my point. Look, look at Liverpool's the, the, the charity sheet for Shield, for example. Look at that pass to to, to um. Bro, you're, yeah, you're talking about all. Not, you're talking not, about games. Not, you're not, you're not talking, players, you're talking like, about games that weren't in the Premier League, bro. Like, listen to what listen to what listen to what I'm saying. No, listen to what I'm saying. I'm talking about Premier League games in comparison. I'm not talking. He's got like over 12, 15 assists, hasn't he? Like, okay. I'm talking about Premier League games like, yeah, in which the that, award that is then, is then distributed. If you're going to say snuck hell? in, if you're going to say snuck in, you have to have at least two or three off the top of your head that yeah, should have been in there before him. Otherwise, right. it's the gender. Strictly. Strictly. It is. That vein is popping on Tosin's forehead, man. Can we go, can we go back to Tammy Dillard? Because, I, I, I mean, lie. Why are we focusing on Saka? Is that, that... I know he's got I mean, 15 goals, but, I mean, we need to consider that they were... Sp- proper spread out like he went on a really really big goal drought he started strong he did start the season strong did he score goals. against top six I, yeah he, did he scored against yeah. arsenal didn't he, he scored against arsenal oh yeah arsenal yeah, yeah. we ain't top six but <laughs> he, he got he got his hat trick against was it wolves yeah i think um he did and, and then he had a, a massive goal drought and a lot of his performances he would he would ghost out of games he would miss big chances I think what um, happened with Tammy this year, because you are right, he started season strong, but then he got injured and he just did not come back from that whatsoever. Mm. You could tell that was a man that lost his confidence. Mm. I still believe in Tammy's potential a lot. I still think he could definitely be on the forward line for a long time for us. But it was a case of he went away and then we went with Matt for ages and God, that was not memorable for the right reason. Yeah, he, he's dead now. He's not going <laughs> to play for us again. But then Giroud came in and he did play really well for us. He had that link-up play. He got his goals. He wasn't missing the massive chances that... I'm not saying Tammy missed a lot, but you could tell it was... You could tell it wasn't experience. The shirt was weighing a bit on him, especially towards the end. But I still... like. It's like the point we just brought up with Saka. I, I couldn't name anyone that had beat him to it. And when you do score 15 goals in the Prem, no matter who they're against, that's still a decent target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't argue that. Yeah, to be fair. United, United fans, Especially do you guys think... Season, yeah. yeah. United fans, do you guys think Aaron Wan-Bissaka has been hard done by? Or he's not He's not top six? Uh, I mean... What, as in young player? Yeah, to who, be nominated. Who, who would he... Who would he no. I don't think so, man, to be honest. No. No, ben Chilwell? Declan no. Rice? Mm, I, I'm just thinking, Madison, who, who would they really come in for? Like oh, no, out, no. Of, out of the, yeah. the, the the crop that's been chosen, like I think both lists are just pretty much spot on at the end of the yeah. day. In different Not ways, according yeah. to one pod member. No, <laughs> to be fair, no, no. Because I was looking, I was, I was just looking at the stats now, and a lot of these players, like your Rashford, your Tammies, they all had blips in the season. They all had blips in the season for one reason and the other. Even when Rashford came back after his injury, man, I think he scored like one Premier League goal or something like that, like or two. I'm not sure. 
Um, obviously, Tammy had a, per- a period in, in like um, in the season where he 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 dipped off. Obviously, mm-hmm. Maitland Mount for a large period of time didn't didn't necessarily like kick on. Um, so yeah, like I think the young Ward, other than probably Trent, um, I think he had the most consistent. He's collected, season, I'd say. Yeah, he's everyone else. Who, I think. Okay, so who who, I mean, who do we think is challenging? Have... That's what I'm saying. Saka, Saka didn't have a dip. I think, I think the only one, I think, I think, I think the one that will be second would probably either be Greenwood or Rashford. I think it would be Mason yeah. Greenwood personally. I think it will be yeah. Greenwood. Yeah. Greenwood, man. I think it will yeah. be Gunwood that will get the second spot. Beyond yeah. his ears, man. I would, I would love to see Trent winning both, man. It's not happening, but, but I would love just, to see it. Gunwood had a very similar, like, sorry, go on, Tabo. Oh, no, no, go, go, go. I was going to say, like, because Gunwood's numbers in the Premier League, a lot of them really came towards the end of the, like, end of the season. Yeah. Um, so it's very similar, in, I think, in trajectory in regards to sort of Saka, I think. And I think it's almost that happened, like, backwards. I think, whereas I think Saka kind of burst into the scene, like, midway through the season, right? Like, like he really mm-hmm. like took off then. I think like Greenwood oh, really? is almost quite similar. Greenwood started early on. I think I remember Saka playing in Europa like early on in the season. But I think in terms of what we've seen in terms of numbers wise and stats, yeah, I think a lot of their, their, their like Greenwood's good stuff came towards the end of the season. Not to say he hadn't scored throughout the season. So I definitely think in terms yeah, of like, consistency. He became more trusted, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. More trusted I think Trent. Manager. Yeah, he did. Saka was doing yeah. at the start of the season. Remember his goals again against, was it Frankfurt? When he was... When he yeah, was, yeah, yeah, Europa. So yeah, he started. Europa, Newcastle. Exactly, yeah, he started. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Saka's been consistent all, all year for us. But, yeah, for me, it should, it should be either Trent and then Saka. And if, if Trent's winning um, PFA, um, then it should be Saka, a young player for me. That's it. All right, cool. Well, when, when, are, the, when are they announcing the winners? Next week, yeah? Tomorrow, this it? week it's coming this week this yeah. week yeah cool yeah we'll look forward to that let's move on let's move over to club news then and we'll start with um west london jake Ho-ho, the pride of london what's the been happening <laughs> what's been happening over there mate what hasn't been happening all summer boys let's be fair let's be fair no obviously Havertz is now finally confirmed <sighs> at the German camp yep your size will be taken with much smugness <laughs> over here now I mean 71 million pound up front add-ons taking it to 90 and Malang's are going to Leverkusen the guy already you can argue is elite and if not, he is very much on his way there. The youngest player to hit 50 and 100 appearances in the Bundesliga, yeah. beating our other German signing, Timo Werner. <laughs> like, the guy most, just most looks expensive like German as well, right? Yep. Our, our biggest ever transfer outlay, beating Kepa, but we won't talk about him. Um, <laughs> no, like, he is the biggest signing of the summer, and that's saying a lot because we have spent the money this summer. It is Roman Abramovich's time. He's had a year off. He's back on the sesh. It's all good. It's all <laughs> you reckon good. Romeo done? He, he was stacking up the piece. He was stacking up the piece. Money, and now, now he's gone gambling. But now, Romeo like, done, man. Please, though. Jesus but, Christ. But if you think about it, yeah, it's like in terms of your net spend over this period, I, I was seeing like um, is 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 only like forty million. Because like, obviously, you this is Hazard yeah, money, yeah. Yeah. Hazard and Morata because Morata and Morata money, now, so your, your net spend, million. yeah, exactly. So, and the way because I was reading up on this and it was similar to City because the way your transfers in work, 
you spread your transfer fee over the contract they've signed. Mm. So Havertz has signed a five-year contract, but because it's a 90 million deal, essentially, you're only paying on your financial fair play, which has been weakened, what's 18 million a year? Okay. So you can, that's how we can essentially afford such a splash. But yeah, it's big. It is, it's nice to see that Frank has been properly backed. Because I think you could have every excuse to go, oh, we'll sign a couple of players, but nothing major. Let's make sure he continues to prove himself. But now, but now, but what does this now, mean? Now, pressure's of, on. Yeah, pressure's exactly. On. In terms of like what Roman's expectations are this over the next, saying, like, say, couple seasons. These signings on, sorry, sorry to cut you, Jake. These signings yeah, are trying to get top four. No. I mean, you've got to be going for a league within, what, one or two seasons? Yeah. I think this year, from my point of view, and I think I'm probably on the lower expectation side, for me, watching Chelsea, they have to be closing that gap to top two. Because I think City and Liverpool, with the fact that they are so gelled, their systems are so well in place, they've obviously still got talent and still recruiting to various degrees. You hmm. To close that gap in one season is probably a big stretch. But we need to be showing that we're, especially in the top six games, we're performing a lot better. In those big European games, we're performing a lot better. So for me, I'm happy with third as long as we close down the gap on the top two. But then I need a cup. I need a Carabao or yeah. FA Cup so, just to show so the just... boys are winning it. Just to ask a question, so is he is it seventy five, but it, it goes up to eighty nine with add ons and stuff, right? Seventy one on yeah. initially, and then add ons that can make it ninety. All right, cool. Because I want that energy needs to be kept same way it was for Pogba in it when he wasn't doing his 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 things when he first yeah. came in. It, oh, we'll boy, be here, bro. We're local. I'm fam. gonna be. <laughs> I've got local. I've got loads. I'm petty like that. I think you're absolutely yeah. right, especially where like I know we've just been talking about him, but someone like Mason Mount, like Havertz is going to be competing with Mason Mount. Now, obviously, a seventy million pound fee probably wins you that competition pretty quickly. You started, bro. That Mason Mount is yeah. kicking rocks. Now, nah, Mason will still start. Mason will start. He'll go. Yeah, to I, the think he loves, I think he loves. I loves him. He loves yeah. him. So what? So, uh, so what? What would, what would the front six be? This is what I want to know. So I'm going. First day, I want Kante holding with Mount and Havertz. And then my front three, ideally, Ziyech, Werner, Pulisic. But I think Pulisic is injured at the oh, minute. Man, so we may push Werner to left wing and then Giroud or Abraham up top. Yeah, yeah. I've got, got a quick question, mate. Mm-hmm. Go. Who will defend? <laughs> mate, you don't need to defend when you score five goals a game. <laughs> right, that's what they're gonna do, bro. This ain't FIFA, man. First on match of Thiago Silva is a very shrewd signing, though. I can't even lie. That's a very good. Yeah, Thiago Silva, man. What, so hang on, hang on, hang on. Question: So what? Kovacic just get dashed with? Because uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought he was your, I thought he was your player of the season last year. He was, he was. and like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'd, if Kovacic was in that midfield, I wouldn't complain whatsoever. Like, I yeah. really do like. I Kovacic, think Lampard just wants shooters, man. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't. He's Leng not productive enough. Mm, Coaches don't get goals assists. with this. He can. Yeah. His main talent, which is a really strange, but it's, it's advancing the ball from our defensive third. Yeah, the transition the man. Middle. He's yeah. sick at it. Mm. Like, yeah. he's and also, he doesn't lose the ball. He, yeah, pressure yeah. resistant. Press press resistant. Yeah. Which I think, um, especially in the bigger games, he could be involved a lot more. Yeah. Any any other I, news? I, um, the only other news is we're going after a keeper as well. So. We've been linked with every keeper and their nan, it seems, because we've been buying everyone. But they, it looks like we're signing one, Eduard Mendy. I think I'm saying that right. So this is Czech's keeper. Per Czech has come in and said, this is the keeper we should be signing with budgetary issues. Because he's the go-between between our directors and Frank. 
So he's expected to cost in the region of about £18 million. I was just reading off him beforehand because I can't say I'm an expert on the guy. But in Liga, he was he had the second lowest goals conceded per 90. So, for I mean... Sen- who did he play for? Stad Ren, he said? Uh, yeah, for Ren. So, don't okay. get me wrong. I don't know if he's going to be a massive improvement. But at the end of the day, average is an improvement over Kepa. Just having yeah. a solid, an average keeper. That's it. For so, sure. I'm happy to I'm happy to keep for 18 million pounds, especially this day and age with a budget like Chelsea have. 18 million pounds is almost a drop in the water. It's just let's have a go at it. Yeah. So I'm I'm happy to at least if not put pressure on Kepa. The pride of London. Thank you very much. Let's go to the red side of Manchester then. Press chart. <laughs> What's happening over there? Uh. Uh, Tumbleweed. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. We've actually got a signing in, haven't we, Char? Yeah, man. Gassed. Got VDB through the door. Um, so a problem, a problem that I've had with um, the things that I've been hearing about VDB since he signed is uh, it's becoming more and more apparent that the the pundits in this country are not very well versed on foreign players. Um, I don't know if any of you guys sort of get that vibe, especially Thanks. like on the like the talk sports of this world, and to a degree, some of the pundits on Sky Sports as well. Like they're just they're, to a degree, they're just saying anything. They just like, say things, man. Like the the whole. I mean, I've heard at least two or three pundits now say, "Our uh, Pogba's Pogba's place seems to be in jeopardy now with this new signing," <laughs> and it's just like if you if you actually knew the type of player VDB was, and if you if you could just put down your Pogba agenda for a second, you would know that Pogba is under no threat whatsoever. Um, right. And if anything, v- VDB has been brought in as um, a different dynamic to what Bruno offers. So it, what what the way I see, it, I don't even think that we're going to see straight away. We're going to see a midfield three of of uh, nah. Van der Beek, uh, Fernandez, and Pogba because, as I was yeah. saying to you, Char, like in terms of like defensive offerings that that midfield free is a, a massive risk so I still think you need the likes of a Matic in there or a DM it doesn't look like we're going to get a DM this year but getting a DM in um to to um you know ensure there's that solidarity in front of the back four um we won't have that in a midfield free with um VDB uh, Bruno and Pogba yeah. for me VDB is a, is a a player that likes to get forward he he likes to play in advanced positions late runs yeah late late run kind of guy and sometimes you even see him taking up positions ahead of the striker because he likes he likes to um to take up that sort of like right channel and put in these little cutbacks into the box or put himself in a position where he's able to take a shot himself or or, or score you know, he reminds me of Reminds me of Muller. Muller, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reminds me of Muller big time. So, I think he's been brought in as as a different dynamic to something that a Bruno offers us in that ten position. Um, and I still think uh, we we would need uh, a DM such as Rice because I don't I don't think he's a six because that's another thing that a lot of these pundits are saying that he can he can play the the uh, six position. Um, you know, not in the prem, man. No. Nah. No, nah, not for me, man. So, I still think I, I'd like to see a DM come through the door, but I'm I'm definitely happy with the signing, and I'm glad to have him on yeah. board. Yeah. Is there anyone else you've been linked with? Anyone else incoming? Left back. Yeah. Oh yeah. Regulion, uh from uh, Real Madrid. Uh, obviously, spent the year on loan at Seville. Um, they've we've we've apparently been offered uh, Regulian 
by by Real Madrid, and it's a decision that we're apparently thinking about. Um, and I, I honestly think to have a, a left wing back such as Regulian that likes to pump crosses in um, is something that I would like to see. Uh, I don't know about man. you, Char. Yeah, he's good. He's good, man. Like, and he, he does um, he does all the things that I think Ole uh, wants out of uh, a wing back. Um, some of the things that maybe Luke Shaw. Um, I've I've said that Luke Shaw maybe doesn't do as well. Like sometimes doesn't I see pick a bit up people. Of, yeah, exactly. So with Luke Shaw, he Luke Shaw's he's great with overlaps, but when it comes to um, actually putting in crosses consistently and being productive when he actually gets to the, those positions, I'm always a little bit, you know, there's always a bit of a question mark for me. But with Regulian, you know that he likes to get forward and he likes to put crosses in. So especially for, for the price he's being offered at, I think it's under, I'm seeing prices of, you know, between 18 and 25 mil. So at that price, I think it's something that we should definitely consider. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah. Then obviously we got the Sancho thing, but we don't need to. We don't need to talk about Sancho anymore. If it happens, it happens, Joe. That's why it is now. <laughs> All right. Nice. So let's fly over back to um, London then. North London boys. Arsenal. What's happening over there? If anything. Um, man. So obviously <laughs> we've just obviously signed Gabriel. Obviously we know. He's but you know me and my main focus is. Uh, the franchise piece, in it? Willie Saliba, 19-year-old, <laughs> six-foot Frenchman. So um, I was reading an article uh, and Gabriel was saying that he's looking forward to kind of um, like starting that partnership with, um, with, with um, Saliba, in it? And obviously, that's obviously nice to see. I'm obviously hoping he's going to settle in well. Obviously, we've got the Brazilian kind of le- uh, legion kind of coming through. We've obviously got Edu at the head of it. Willian's just come through. The clown that is David Luiz is obviously there. So, <laughs> I mean, it remains to be seen. In like, like we said earlier a couple of pods ago, I don't think that Arteta is going to throw um, Saliba Both and Real together. We've got no. Liverpool, Liverpool and Man City away in the first five games or first three games, I believe. So, but um, yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy in it. I mean, in terms of who's potentially coming in, obviously there's... there's you know me and I Danny don't really have transfers in it. Oh yeah, of course. Danny Sabios is Got got Sabios um, on a long term, sorry on a on a on a loan, another extended loan for a second season. Um, obviously, Arsenal fans are hoping we potentially get Partey, but Awa and Awa obviously. But I mean, I'm not I'm not holding my breath personally on those guys. Question? Yeah. Just uh, just our question. Um, in terms of your centre backs, are you guys sticking to playing with three at the back, or what's the plan? Or you been playing pre season? Preferably, preferably, he wants to play two at the back. That's his formation: four three three. But I, obviously, just the, the, I think what happened last season was we it was a sense of just being safe. We were trying to be safe yeah. and protect. I'd surprise. I'd be surprised if worked. he plays Saiba and um, your new Gabriel in a I've two. Said, I've had this, con- if, I had this conversation if them two play, well, one, one of them yeah. is playing, though, for sure. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, one, one of them is playing. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be Gabriel. If the two yeah, play, I think... If the two play, I think Luis will be there It'll to be kind of... Yeah. 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 I don't yeah, think... Yeah. No, no, no. I think... I'll tell you what, though. Like, um, I... I know you guys mentioned, like, playing two at the back. I actually have a feeling that he's going to be very... He's going to mix it up quite a lot. Like, there's going to be quite a few yeah. games where he's going to play three. transition. For me, like I'm looking at um, like our potential at wing back. Like obviously, um, hopefully, uh, Bellerin and um, Az Maitland now stay. And obviously, we've got um, Tierney. I feel as if like using those guys as wing backs 
it's something that worked very well for us last year. We played three so, at the back a lot last season. So I can see us playing three at the back almost as much as we played two at the back this season, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Especially with, I think, with your personnel. Looking at your team now, I don't see, I don't think you can necessarily trust your midfield to be that defensively organised in a four. I think in a three, there's, there's, a, there's a lot more sol- like, so, so, um, solidarity there. So, yeah, I, I agree with those, to be honest. So, anything else? Any other incomings, rumours? Thomas Party? Actually, people are heading out, innit? Uh, yeah, um, apparently, um, the, um, what's the name? T- Torino has offered money for... Um, Torreira. Yeah, Torreira, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, 18 mil plus, I think 18 or 20 mil plus add-ons. Wait, uh, wait, Shalom, when was that? Because I thought he's literally just gone on I loan. I he's uh, gone already. Florentina. Florentina has gone to, isn't it? Florentina have literally just loaned him, I thought. Was, is that not confirmed? When did you hear that? I don't think it's confirmed that we've loaned that to Herrera. My understanding is that we need to cash in on Torreira, boy, what? to get yeah. party. That's my understanding. That, that, that was, we that, want money. We want money so that we can be able to obviously buy party. Yeah, that was my. Understanding. And it was for twenty-seven mil, but they were saying how many clubs in Italy will be able to afford that? Because loads of clubs wanted him, but I'm not sure um, if you know anything's changed about this loan situation. Because it would only make sense if we loan out Torreira, that means we're getting someone like Partey. That would make sense. But I think if we're selling... But we don't have the money. We don't yeah. have the money. So that's yeah. why we need two players to be sold for us to be able to buy. And Arsenal are, are, yeah. are not standing in the way of um, Bellerin. So if they're saying if a good offer comes for him from PSG, then they'll, then they'll let PSG talk to um, Bellerin. So, yeah, that's where we are currently at the moment. Calm. Okay. Then let's go over to Spurs then. See strides. Yep. As Ndobele left yet. <laughs> Funnily <laughs> enough, he started his first game yesterday uh, against Watford. So that was that was good news. Maybe yeah. just maybe he might he might actually start the season. But um in terms of our business, I'm happy with it so far, man. I think Hoyberg's obviously a good a good signing. And uh very happy with Matt Docky, he got announced as well. Yeah, so, that's a certain signing. Yeah, I heard you man a link to Will Hughes. Yeah, we can link with everyone, man. I see. I heard that Diego Costa maybe. Wow. Um, Callum Wilson. Oh yeah, I saw that. I saw the Costa. Yeah. What would would the Costa one mean, though? What I I didn't understand. I saw it as well. But what does that mean in terms of formation? Is he what's what's happening? Uh, For me, yeah. For me, just like just bench. We've got so many games. That's never happening, man. Costa bench. You don't think Costa be on the bench? Yeah, he's too. For Tottenham, I don't see nah. Not to like, no offense to you, man, but I just can't see him wanting to come. Yeah, and be I can't. Yeah, I can't see Tottenham. him do that neither. Even though he knows that Harry Kane is better than him, it's better. Yeah, I just don't see but, it happening. Yeah, I don't see like. I'd be good. very surprised, man. Yeah, very. I mean, regardless, I mean, I I listened to a podcast. It's called The Last Word on Spurs, and Fabrizio was on it the other day, and he said that we are like, targeting a striker, a centre back, and maybe another winger. He expects us to make two or three more signings. So. I mean, so I'm not famous. I, I, I this, mo- I this it. morning you were linked to Ollie Watkins. Yeah, yeah. Watkins. Just like I can't say that I know much about him. I know he scored a few goals in the oh, championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all he but, knows, bro. Bag. Yeah, Bagging, but if yeah. if that's the case and he he was happy to come to obviously a big club, yeah, then he'd be a very good signing actually. To be honest. Yeah. So what? What? what like, so what? Are you not streaming through Troy Parrot now? Nah. He's on loan. He's on loan. Yeah, he's yeah. going to move on loan. <laughs> it's weird though, because <laughs> uh, Spurs, Spurs have had this issue for a while now. No, who do you sign as happy to come and play number two yeah. for Kane? That's just, good I enough just, to step yeah. in. Like, do you know what it is weird. though, yeah? Like, Kane gets one injury a season, yeah? We know that. Mm. At the end of the day, every other club, 
in the Premier League has two free strikers. So Apart why why is it why is it that we don't? Yeah, like, yeah but weird. at least you got a backup. At least you got a Rigi. We don't have anything. Obviously, we can play Son up top. And yeah, we can might be able to play Lucas down the middle, or whatever. Yeah, that's true yeah. though. That's true. It seems like you, you ain't got a backup way, striker. Nah, and it's been a problem for ages. Kind of play like it's, I think it's the case of if you did sign another striker, it would have to be like an alpha. A Kane mode. Yeah. But no, yeah. no alpha male is gonna come to Tottenham. That's the problem you're facing because yeah. that's basically basically have but, to find like a secondary version of a striker and. Those those guys never ever level up when Kane gets injured. That's the problem. Yeah. Like a, yeah. Or I'd say play Son up front, man. Mm. Yeah, but then you you take away. I know we've got Bergwijn now. We've got options, but yeah. I just feel as though. Jeez. I, yes. I can't lie. Listen, <laughs> looking at it, we got, got, got options. Kind of to be fair, Spurs signings have been very shrewd. I can't lie. They're, they're, yeah, they're, 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 def- they're definitely tackling the areas where they need to improve. Do you know what I'm Are saying? they going to improve to the level that they need? I don't know, but. Good signings, man. I can't even. It's lie. not every day like big money names and big money signings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sometimes you need to just get them little man in there that are prem proven that can yeah, make a yeah, difference. Yeah, and I think yeah, yeah. they both Facts. come in and improve our eleven. So I can't complain. But looking at Facts. our start to the season, yeah, um, with the whole Europa League and then the Caravan, all that stuff. There's no way Kane it, hamstrings are gonna last. So we need a striker yeah. before the end of the window, man. Like that's got to be the biggest think- like necessity right now. Right. Just I've before got- we move on. Contest. Sorry, sorry, Charles. I was actually just gonna say, like, I mean, because obviously the predicament you're facing with Kane. When I actually look at Tottenham, I actually think maybe you actually need a um, another winger on Son's level, like that. Maybe that that somewhere in between, like top class and world class, because again, you're not gonna get the you're not gonna get the 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 second striker like that Kane that you're looking for. I just don't think he's there on the market, or I don't think you're gonna get the level of player that is gonna be willing to sit on the bench. For 30 games. So for me, like let, let, let's just take a look at the fact that obviously you you got through that Champions League without Kane. Like Tottenham are capable of playing without Kane. I just feel as if you need maybe somebody on the opposite wing that can complement Son yeah. if mm. Kane mm. does get injured. And then, then you'll be fine. Do you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, like Salah and Mane, they're not out and out strikers, but they, they do job on those wings. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, no that's a good point. It's a good point. And maybe that's something like he did say in in the podcast that we're looking at. Maybe a potential another wing or so. Just someone in the f- forward area, definitely. I was speaking to one of my Tottenham friends just before we move on. Obviously, I was speaking to one of my Tottenham friends, and we were talking about Doherty because obviously he plays as like a right wing back for uh, for Wolves, yeah. and like that's he's predominantly known as going forward. So I was just asking him like, "Oh, what do you guys think? Like he's going to get caught out like being in the four? But obviously, the way you guys play is Aurea is always higher, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, so yeah. like. Mm. I think so he's we, gonna yeah, fit Davis in quite well. Davis yeah, yeah, yeah. plays like a left centre back. We left centre back. Our yeah, width yeah, yeah, yeah. is through Son, and then our width on the right hand side is is mainly through well, Aurea. But we know about him in it, so <laughs> let's not. Uh, seems like a nice guy from from the thing, but yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I'm yeah. just ho- I'm just hoping that yeah, it, with Dockett, we've actually got a man that can deliver mm, the ball and, and yeah, yeah he, he's only behind Trent in terms of his, his goal involvement, man. So yeah. I think yeah, great signing, man. Happy with that. Yeah, that's a good yeah, signing. I can't lie. Sorry, last, last bit, little thing on Tottenham. For the boys that watched the um, um, All or Nothing um, documentary, do you know what I loved about that documentary as well? When Jose was like, Aurier, I need you to more or less just be <laughs> yeah. post. Just sit there, do you know what I mean? Get in those attacking areas. And what did he end up doing? He ended up scoring. Yeah, he bagged, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that was, yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. That was a great bit of manager. Um, um, it was a great bit of coaching, isn't it, for Mourinho there, man, I thought. Yeah, I did like that. Did like that. 
That's, that document is Mourinho propaganda, man. But yeah, man. move. <laughs> um, Kenna, man, Liverpool. What's happening, man? Is Thiago landed yet, or? <laughs> Bro, it's genie out. Um, it's promotion for Cater, Curtis Jones, Harvey Elliott, and Co. <laughs> <laughs> it's so long. Like, I didn't even see us like apart from Thiago. I don't. I didn't even see us being linked with anyone else. Like, seriously. <laughs> It's not happening. But to be honest, like um, I was saying it yesterday, I watched the, I know it's a friendly, you shouldn't take much. But in the same breath, I always say we're loaded in midfield and I think we'll be fine. Curtis Jones is impressing me. The more I see him play, the more I'm impressed. So I'm like, there's nothing that Genie does which Curtis Jones can't do. So in terms of, let's say, Genie scoring, I think, whatever, four goals in a season, no assists. Curtis Jones can achieve that. And defensively, Curtis Jones is as rugged. Maybe he doesn't look after the ball as well as Genie, but he's rugged. He's a scouse lad. I think we'll be fine, man. We'll, you we'll really... Fine, you, man. So, you, I, I mean, Wijnaldum offers a lot in intangibles, isn't it? So, Bro, he's so like, underrated, man. I can't yeah, bear I, it. No, no, no. I, like I, I get all, yeah, I, all of that which Genie does, let's say defensively, will we'll still play in the big games our Brexit midfield of Fabinho, Milner and... But you Anderson. kind of brushed, you brushed off the part of looking after the ball well. When that is yeah, but one of Milner Genie's looks after main, the ball, main. Henderson looks after the ball, Cater looks nah, after but the Genie, ball, Genie, but Genie, Genie, Genie does it, sir. He hardly mm. loses the ball. Yeah. Bro, he's probably your most consistent. We're not going to miss him. Kenner <laughs> has been anti one now. No, 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 no. I'm not even like... Time. No, no, but if you look at it just objectively, I'm not even like even on an agenda thing at the minute. Like, what he brings, I understand what he brings, but it's not extensively better than our other midfielders, if you know what I'm trying to say. We might miss him, let's say, maybe a 1% or something like that. But in the end, it's not going to be like we're losing Paul Pogba or we're losing Bruno Fernandes. We just play Ox, we play Cater, we play someone else and, and we'll blink. And then even yesterday, final point of... Um, I love that Klopp played a 4-2-3-1 in the second half and he played a Jones and Cater sitting with Bobby Firmino in the hole. That is perfect for the way we play in terms of, in let's say, especially in the smaller games. We'll have Henderson and Fabinho sitting, which we don't need Gini Wijnaldum. Like, there's no need for him in a 4-2-3-1. We're not going to miss him in that. I anything, we'll miss Gini in the, in the bigger games, but mm. for, for Gini, we'll play Milner. And Milner's just as good as anyone else in our midfield, so... That Milner, I'm tired of him, man. I can't lie to you. <laughs> yeah, man. Let it go. Let I'm, go, I'm, I'm low-key. He, he needs to go to Leeds, man. Wrap it up, man. Nah, we're fine, man. <laughs> we're, we're good. We're good. Yeah. If, if well, we don't win the league, if we don't win the league, it's not going to be down to selling Gini Wijnaldum. That, that's, that's the top of the I just think that the way Liverpool set up in the lot are systems, isn't it? Like, you lot are, like, very rigid in your approach to, like... If it's all, it's almost like if our system isn't working like a fine or like oil tree, like it, it won't work. And I think GG is very important to that. And I think you're almost underestimating how important he is because his stats I'm not don't prove it. Him because it's kind of like the bigger games. You, you've seen it in the bigger games. He hasn't started all of the big games of where we rotate the, the fixed midfielders are Fabinho and Henderson, and all the other three, four they rotate. So you'll see Milner start a big game. You'll see Cater start the big games. You'll see Ox start the big games. You'll see Genie start the big game. The fixed points are Fabinho and Henderson. So even like just saying that, he's interchangeable. Fair mm. enough, and we'll see in it, I guess. We'll see. All right, but yeah, other than that, nothing, nothing's really. But he might, he might leave. There's, there's um, apparently, uh, Barcelona have reached an agreement with him, and Memphis Depay, uh, but they still need to iron it out with the clubs. 
Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Let's move on then to obviously the Premier League is starting again next week. But obviously the curtain raiser um, happened last week, which was the community shield between Arsenal and Liverpool, which Arsenal eventually won um, after penalties. Um, yeah, who wants to who wants to discuss that? Um, yeah, I can I can I can just start, and uh, you boys can obviously kind of uh, jump in. Um, yeah, man, I mean, all I gotta say is Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, man. I mean, like. This guy can just score goals with his eyes closed, man. I know we were talking a couple of pods ago about, okay, he's probably going to get a big money move now. He's going to get a big money contract now. Is the motivation going to be gone, et cetera, et cetera. But the guy can just score goals in his sleep, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is just such a bagsman. Like, I mean, it was a great ball from the right wing from Saka. One touch. And I think he cut in on Nico Williams, who we need to have a, a chat about soon. And mm. he just bent it into the bottom corner, man. Allison, one of the best goalkeepers in the world. Didn't, he didn't have a prayer. And like Abamyang is great just, build up as well from It was it was yeah. great build up, man, in the build up to the goal, man. I mean, he was quite a few quite a few touches. And for me, again, he's gonna be obviously our best player this season. He's gonna be our most important player. But you just need to feed the beast, man. Because I mean, is he signing the thing though? What's going on, bro? Everyone knew he was bagging when he got that ball, boy. I I, I remember looking at it thinking, yeah, go. Like, like right now, I mean, I don't. I, I've not heard of any sort of kind of interest in him per se, and. I don't know what the the stalling is. A lot of Arsenal fans are speculating is because we want to do like a massive social Reveal. media thing about it because mm-hmm. we're, we're social media merchants, normal at normal level. Arsenal, <laughs> but um, I mean, I think he's going to sign in it, and I expect him to be in a starting lineup against Fulham this weekend, man. So um, I'll let you guys touch on the, the second half of the game. Yeah, I mean, the second half of the game, from what I remember, it was kind of all us, but then Arsenal tried to hit us on the counter a few times. Uh, it was quite, kind of similar to the game that we had at the Emirates um, towards yeah. the end of the season, the second half. Um, Good where to see just... uh, Min- Minamino score. He yeah. kind of made a bit of a difference when he came on, didn't he? He did, yeah. He scored exactly. a few times in preseason, though. And I was, and I was, I was like, I, f- I thought like um, Jurgen Klopp's in-game management of that particular game was poor, to be honest, because I felt like he should have made uh, either Minamino or Keita should have come, come on in the second half. Straight away, instead of like waiting until the sixtieth minute, mm-hmm. um, I think he just longs it with things like that, man. And you know, that's that's he dragged what's his name, Nico. Fair enough, but <laughs> make wholesale changes, man. Like that, there Nico. Was no, there that was no, Nico. There was no creativity from the midfield. So obviously, when Cater and Minamino came on, um, and Minamino actually playing through the middle, as we mentioned a few pots ago, that that this is where we think he can, you know, be the most dangerous for Liverpool and it proved it, you know, he was at the right place at the right time, um, slotted it in. Um, we dragged it to penalties and obviously Arsenal, all their penalties were just A1 certified. What did you um, make of Klopp bringing on Brewster before he had a chance to kind of play in the game just for the penalties? I think either Brewster, that's another thing. I think Brewster should have come in way earlier as well. I was actually upset about that. He just brought him in for the penalties, man. Like, he, I, wasn't, I, was, I wasn't impressed with Klopp just in that but, game. But, but, but what did you expect? I, I think it was fine, to be honest. Nah. Because, like, is, like, like, the thing is, Brewster... After the game, Klopp did say that um, he's, he's seen Brewster take all, score all of his penalties, which was... Exactly. So I don't know what, oh. what you man expected. But at the same I'm time, do you not want to get a young player a couple of... Like, 10 minutes, 20 minutes to kind of get... Do you understand? Do you understand? Do you understand? What do you mean for what? He's a bad man. Bring him on. 
He bangs. Because this, this is so results-driven, because if he scores it, you're like, what a great decision by Klopp. He missed it. I exactly. Nah, because I was, nah, I was regardless, I, regardless, I was outing him for just bringing him on for the penalties, regardless whether we scored it or not. Give him a few minutes, man. Give yeah, the lads some confidence, Kenna. man. He did miss it. That's the thing. Like, we're no, no, not but, yeah, 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 yeah. But this is more like results. I, I get it. I, I get that. But I'm, in the same time, I'm like, I think he... Did he come on for Bobby? Who, who did he come on for? Um, I think it Bobby. was Bobby. Bobby, but yeah. It, it's fine, man. He was stinking. That Bobby but, is like one, one season away from MLS, man. I don't know what I'm I can't lie to you. He was stinking and he stayed on until like the 80th, 80th minute. I, couldn't, I didn't understand it. But anyways, I don't want to gloss over the fact that Arsenal... You know, over, over the whole game, they probably deserved it. Um, and another stellar performance, another, Martinez, man. Yeah. Like, that guy just gets better and better every time I see him. That's two trophies for Arteta. Of course, Community Shield, we don't count it, count it. But at the end of the bro, day, it's something, it's something, it, bro. It's something to win in it. He's got, he's got yeah. two, two things or two pieces of silverware to his name. So I'm, I'm very interested to see what he's doing this season, man. Because I'm out of all the new managers, Ole, Lampard, he is the one that I fear the most because he's done it against big teams, man, and he knows how to set up against them and use Aubameyang and Saka, you know, to just get the goal. And once they get the goal, they just shut up shop. Martinez does his thing, and yeah, they get the win that way, man. So, uh, for for me, again, and I've said it at least ten times on like ten different episodes, like it's all great having Arteta, but when you've still got Shaka protecting the defense, <laughs> like don't be don't be surprised when you're like, do you know what I mean? In transition, your team's getting absolutely killed. And every, every time a team attacks, it looks like it's Rivaldo and Ronaldo, 98. Do you know what I mean? So, hmm. yeah, man, we'll leave it there. Yes, sir. Uh, do we want to touch on the England game or... Tabo, actually, yeah. Let, let me talk to you because you, you had some comments in regards to England. We see the names, we get excited. Tabo, Tabo you, know, you know yesterday what I was saying about um, two points on this of where... Pre- I, I get the whole England DNA of the way they're trying to play through the, through the final thirds, etc., etc. I get all that. But historically and even now, England aren't known for playing great football, one point. And my second point to back that up, the team who holds the World Cup right now, they're terrible at playing football, but facts, they get it facts, over the line. I wa- Whoever watched France yesterday night as well, Jeez, horrid. Last night. Oh, horrid. Man. Yeah, man. No, but if you if you remember you, France, if you remember France at the World Cup as well, they were horrid too. They were horrible yeah, then as well. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think, uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, I think we put too much emphasis on the way people we should play, and bro, they, they just, just get results. Over the line. That's yeah. it. I think, I think, I think we've been spoiled by Spain and their dominance. Spain, yeah, yeah. They yeah, yeah. I'm about to say Spain. That's, yeah. that's not the norm. They that shouldn't the, be the norm. It's not even the norm because the only closest team that plays like that is probably Germany. No, no, no. I mean, like, just as of recent. You're not hearing you're not, you're not you what I'm saying. I'm not saying, saying. I'm not saying that, like, I'm not saying, like, oh, I want these guys to be doing tiki taka or whatever. But, like, Munya said during the game here yesterday, he was like, oh, this is going to be a walkover team, right? So, that's what I expect when England uh, meets, like, Iceland. And our best players are on the pitch. If you know Iceland, if you know Iceland, they played. Iceland are not they played yeah, France they're not. not long ago and only lost. They're not one dead. They're not yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not. It's side. not that I'm not. It's not that I'm not rating them. But I'm just saying, it seems like every time we anticipate England, like England in general, to say, oh, you know what? I can't wait to see what they look like or blah blah blah. Yeah, no. Bro, they don't look great. 
this yeah, is, but this then is, I feel like on the other, on the other side of things, yeah, defense, yeah. When they go and score six, seven, eight goals, everyone's saying, "Oh yeah, the, the team they're playing they is dead." They don't care exactly. So like, yeah, like when you beat San seven nil, no one cares. Yeah, it's like, oh, mm. it's dead. So it's just, brother. I personally think international football in general, throughout the course of, until it gets to the point where a tournament's coming, like it's That's just dead it, in man. general, man. There's That's always it. like you yeah, always they don't, always, they don't train you, a lot together. Yeah, you're, it, so. you're always left feeling, oh, like there could have been more. You know what mm. I mean? And then, like, as this tournament goes on, that's when, like, the the clutch people come up. And that's what, I think that's why tournament football is so fun. Because I think that's what, like, it's almost like accumulation of players that don't play together usually, that sometimes do, that come in and basically the best one wins. And I think that, mm. I don't really take that much in, that emphasis in terms of, like, the way teams play that much in nah. when it comes to international, man. Because France proved to me that, bro, you can literally shit house the whole World Cup, bro, basically. Facts, facts. Man. And I'm just man. I watched I watched a bit of that game, and I obviously saw the like Mbappe goal. That it was a magical goal, but honestly, we just needed just a, a shred of that magic in a Champions League final, man. <laughs> I'm not be able to get, every time I'm gonna watch Mbappe now, I'm just gonna just gonna that chance he missed in the final, man. Oh. Yeah, unexcusable. Uh, all right, cool. So let's move over to our Premier League predictions. Then, obviously, Premier League is back, starting again next week. Um, some teams are not involved, especially those. I think it's um, Wolves and United and the teams that they were meant to play against um, yeah. because because of their involvement in Europe. So and City be, as well. City. Yep, City. City, yep. City as well, yeah. So everyone else will be local. What do we think, man? What do we think is going to be our top six? Shall we go around like person to person, yeah? Shall or... we do that, yeah? So, Press, what do you think the top six will be? Um, I think... I'm going to give it to to City uh, to to lift next year, uh, followed by uh, Liverpool in second, and um, United. I'm going to say United third, um, and Chelsea. I think will round out the top four. Uh, Arsenal just missing out in fifth. I'll put Tottenham sixth, and uh, yeah, Leicester to finish outside the top six. Mm. All right, so City to win. Yep. Liverpool to finish second. Mm-hmm. Uh, United to finish third. United to finish third, yep. Chelsea fourth. Mm-hmm. Who was fifth? Arsenal. Arsenal fifth, yeah, ahead of Tottenham. And Spurs sixth. Yep. Maza. Okay. Shalom. Uh, I'll go top four because top six is pointless. <laughs> um, so. Similar to Spurs, um, I said Spurs, similar to um, Prez's, um, City, Liverpool, Arsenal, uh, it's a hard one. I'll say Chelsea taking four. So United, United missing out on top four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Certain man are burning right now. Oh my God. Arsenal third. Can I ask you? So, um, just to comment on the Arsenal third, do you think you have enough? Based I, I on, or even the even the teams, the quality of the teams around you, like Leicester, United, Chelsea. Do you think you have enough to be like a third best team? I think I think the difference is in Arteta. I mm-hmm. I believe and I trust the process of what Arteta is bringing. And I think what what's very un, underrated is um, the, the fact he won back to back trophies. You want to say back to back, but no, the FA Cup and you know the Charity Shield. I think we have momentum. So there's a bit of winning mentality in the, yeah, within the squad. Correct. So I think if we if we can keep going and believe in our test and hopefully um, at, by October we uh, bought and bought well, I think mm. we can do it. I think he's, he, I think people always underestimate what uh, 
Arteta's role when he was at City and how he helped develop players like um, 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 Sterling. And, mm. he, and he's doing that with, with Arsenal team. So I, I think don't underestimate Arteta and the fact that he's instilling that winning mentality with this squad is going to be a big thing for Arsenal. So uh, at, at the end of the day, I'm slightly optimistic as an Arsenal player. I'm a fan, but that's, that's my... Um, that's my, um, that's my, my to finish my third after an uh, eighth-place finish. Listen... Listen, he took over. He, he more, more or less took over, like from Emery's mess, and he's done well from what you know what he took over. So I, I think give him a season, and I think this is his season to shine. So I'm as a fan. And you know, Energy here. Another funny thing: this is the first time as an Arsenal fan I'm, I'm excited going to like the season because we have a good coach with us. Mm. So. That's why I'm I'm looking forward to the season to see what he. Can so is it top four or bust here? Because I can't like he's had a very similar. Um, are we local? Are we local to, for this for this hot take? Ole, yeah, because obviously Ole started mid mid level mid season and he didn't get us top four, but he had a season to basically get us top four. So yeah. are we judging Arteta similar? Yeah? I, I, I think I, I think Arteta is better than Ole. It's just, it's just okay, cool. All right, I'll see you at the end of the season. Yeah, that's fine. All right, Char. Cool. Uh, what's your what's your predictions? Um, yeah, as of now, obviously, um, there's quite a long way to go in terms of the um, transfer window, but I'll probably go in terms of now. Uh, City first, uh, Liverpool second, uh, Chelsea third, United fourth, um, Arsenal fifth, Spurs sixth, and then Everton just finishing outside in, in what, seventh, yeah. <laughs> Man set agenda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not agenda. I, I honestly no, think no, Arsenal no, no. won't be that far. I don't think Arsenal will be that far away from us, to be honest. As of now, a lot can change, obviously. But yeah, I, yeah. I believe um, it's going to be a lot tighter. Arsenal are not going to be eighth or ninth wherever they finish this season. I'm quite certain. Of that. But they'll they'll just miss out on top four. It's what I think you impress, in terms you of, yeah, I think they're, they're yep. I think their defense will be the problem. I think. All right. Term. All right, Tabo. Uh, for me, no, does it have to be in particular order? Like, as in one, two, three? Or I four, would assume or so, mate. <laughs> All right. Um, well, you know what? Six, I'll man. give, I'll give, I'll give Liverpool the benefit of the doubt and say that they will continue their good run. Mind and, you. Uh, get get the get the league again. Obviously, um, City. But I am, I am thinking that City might drop third and Chelsea get second. My God. And so. Uh, I might stick to that. The thing um, is, so I City, swear I had uh, that as well. Sorry, sorry. I think I had that as well in mind. City yeah, first. I don't know. Some, some, something tells me City. Bro, I'm not. I'm not confident year. about them, bro. To be yeah, honest, I don't see yeah. why people are. I'm not feeling. I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling them at all. all. He might just stink up the joint. It's true. It's true. I'm not feeling yeah, them uh, whatsoever. It's true. So um, obviously, Jake, there was the, there's the question mark that Toast asked you about the defense. But if if you if you get it right going forward, mate. <laughs> I, I really think you'll be a fourth. So, so uh, who yeah, would be Chelsea fourth? Second, fourth, man. I'm Arsenal assuming Football City third, isn't it? Arsenal. Yeah, City third. Arsenal Football Club. Mm-hmm. Um, also, obviously, you know, I'm I'm gonna say that, but um, I think it will be very close battle between us and Man United. That's what I think. Yeah. So you got fourth, yeah? To the wire things. Yeah. United fifth. Yeah. To, Spurs. Yeah, um, United fifth. Yeah, Spurs like eighth or something. I don't know. So United, so United, United fifth, and then Leicester sixth. Leicester Everton. Interesting. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No agenda. I'm, I'm making no. So the Arsenal United lads are already. <laughs> Bro, everyone's Tottenham. I don't understand it. All right, let me move on. Let me move on to a different club then. I'll see Strides. What's your uh, top six predictions? Firstly, the disrespect. I don't understand why everyone thinks Arsenal are going to finish above Spurs when we finished above them for the last five seasons. And Arteta and Mourinho came in at a similar time. We still finished above them. Mourinho accumulated the further most amount of points, but we're going to finish outside the top six. Ooh. I don't know if he's just doing it for, for bites or what. But anyway, my These top are six. Facts, strides. Strides, they are the facts. You know what I'm saying? Spit Obje- that, spit objectivity. Lion. Spit that spit. But Liverpool, I think they're going to win the league again because I'm not convinced by City. I think they are desperate for the Champions League and I think that's where their focus will be, especially with the disappointment again this year. Um, and I just think Liverpool are very consistent. Um, but I do think they'll get second City. So Liverpool, City, and then I've got, I think, with the firepower they've got, I think Chelsea will get third. Um, and I think Spurs will get fourth. Um, and, I'll tell you, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why I think we'll get yeah, fourth. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Go on. Because, because I feel like, despite the fact that, obviously, we had a poor start. I mean, we had a lot to do. And, and we could have got fourth this year, but things went on. And like, everyone was pretty rubbish. But in the end, Chelsea and United got their call. But I just feel as though with us and with Mourinho... He's consistent in getting teams in the top four. Like, and I believe that when he came in, like I said before, the amount of points he actually got us would have been enough to get us in the top four had he been there from the start of August. So, based, on, yeah, feel, based on trajectory, you're right, man. Yeah, so right. I just feel, I feel like we're, we're like based, obviously everyone's got their opinions, but we're being on, um, harshly treated. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, to yeah, be fair, I, Spurs is front four. If he can get them defense right, your front you four is as good as anyone's. Firepower. Yeah, no, I, agree. I agree. I agree. Firepower. Yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. Time, time, time. Sorry, time. sorry, sorry. And, and so obviously, fifth, fifth um, United and sixth, Arsenal. <laughs> do, you don't want is... to drop, do you don't want to drop them out of the top six now, Strads? No, nah, you know what? I'm not going to be that guy, man. I, I do think Arsenal will be <laughs> Okay, Kenna. Um, quite simple for me, to be honest. Um, Liverpool first. I think we'll... People will be a bit closer, but will be quite comfortable in the end. Uh, City second, uh, Chelsea third, United. I think United will just squeeze it in fourth, and then Spurs, Arsenal. So kind of similar to strides of where. Wow. I think in, in between um, United, Spurs, and Arsenal, it will it will be really really close. And in the end, for for me, it'll be a case of if they can keep Harry Kane fit they might just sneak it. But if Harry Kane does his usual thing of where he misses six, seven, eight games, then I fancy United. But I think looking at Arsenal as well, if you if you compare even best 11s in comparison to everyone, Arsenal have the weakest 11. So that's mm. why out of the top six, they're sick, if you know what I'm trying to say. So yeah, I think so, it will be close. But Actually, let me go through everyone so then I've got a question. So Jake... So my one, I'm going to go City winning the title and then Liverpool second. I think mm-hmm. for me, my big thing, especially for this season, it's going to be so condensed. There's going to be so many more fixtures packed in. I think City, with the amount of money they've been spending as opposed to Liverpool, increases their squad depth. For me, it gives them the edge. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go yep, City first, Liverpool second, Chelsea third, United fourth. I'm going to go Spurs fifth, but then I'm going to give up. I'm going to go Wolves sixth. And my reason, again... Is European football. They have no European football. Mm, that is going to be massive. They are going to have a week break. And we've seen, 
I know Leicester won the title with it, but you see, like, Leicester this year, I know they fade towards the end when the fix is like, I like up. these takes, man. Jake, I like this, man. Well, I don't know about this. Yeah, so that's why I say Wolves. I would not be surprised at all with Arsenal doing it, absolutely. But I think the fixtures rack up and rack up and rack up. Wolves get a week break besides the cup, besides FA or Carabao Cup. Mm. So they might make a run on that. But uh, that's the way I, that's the way I say it. I'll go Wolves and six. That would be my surprise. So, sorry, so who was fifth? My, fifth was Spurs for me, I think. Oh, uh, and Arsenal miss out on top six. Arsenal for saying. me miss out. But like I say, I think the Arteta hype is completely real. Mm-hmm. I, we obviously got outperformed in the FA Cup. I'm not going to get over that for a long time. Mm-hmm. But over a course of a season, especially when you get your niggles, you're having to rest X, Y, and Z players. I don't know. Peak. All right. Toast. Yo, my top six, man. Yeah. So um, my top six, I think City are going to win the league. Uh, I think they're just going to win the league. Like, no disrespect to Liverpool and their amazing gap in this season. Just because I feel as if Liverpool are still hungover. I don't know what it is. Like, looking at um, the end of the season, the uh, I watched the even though it was even though it was a friendly. I watched the game against Leipzig. Defensively, Liverpool are just looking funny in the Community Shield. I wasn't convinced by how Liverpool played. I just feel as if you're still a little bit hungover from that league title. You're going to get off to a slow start, regain yourself. But City are just going to win it because watching City beat you 4-0 at the end of the season was just ridiculous and I just have a feeling City are going to just going to pip you for the league yeah, just quick one just quick no, no, I'll, I'll add it later third, third is going to be Man United like I said United are one centre back away from um, really challenging for the title United think that they're, the centre back they're one away from is Lindelof it's actually Harry Maguire if they replace their <laughs> who they think their best centre back is they will be able to challenge for the league fourth place is going to be Chelsea um, the attack is looking fantastic, obviously, but who will defend? I mean, when 35-year-old Thiago Silva comes up against Mane, he's going to have nightmares for two weeks. I don't think Chelsea's defence is going to be anywhere near as good as they think it's going to be. Um, fifth place is probably going to be um, it's probably going to be Arsenal, but I would not be surprised if it's Tottenham, just because. And I've said it time and time again. Like Alan Hansen said it best in it. Like you can't win the league with kids. And you definitely can't win, get top four with Granit Xhaka in your midfield. The guy should not even be playing Essex Division 3. He wouldn't make, <laughs> he wouldn't make center midfield in, in the top 10 in the league. So how Arsenal fans think that you can resurrect somebody that we've not made, we've not made the fucking top four since 2016, the summer we signed Xhaka. How the hell are we supposed to win, make the top four with Xhaka in the team? No chance. So Arsenal and Tottenham will probably be fighting it out for fifth and sixth. Wolf seventh, man. Yeah, that, that's my top seven. Mad, mad, mad. Oh, so it seems like monologue toast, Jana. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that guy gets me vexed every time I. That's objectivity, that. though. That's what we love to see, man. Objectivity. Yeah, yeah. So, based on based on this, then it seems like the the top four will be it will be a slug between Chelsea, um, Arsenal, United, and Spurs from the majority. That's what I'm gathering. Yeah. Right. Mm. Is that what we're thinking? Yeah. Do people do people think that you let me ask um hold on let me see um uh, Shalom because you just had a top four and obviously United was not local in that top four and obviously in Tabos as well. Let me go to Tabos. Yeah, United was not local in your top four. 
why do you why do you guys think that obviously about the argument that you have a better manager according to yourselves why do you think that united will not be in and amongst or like a certain top four team well but your, but your team will be well firstly um shout out to kenneth talking about objectivity of course my um top four is less objective because I, I will support my team and I think my team, even though um, mm. um, uh, Tolson doesn't agree that we can get top four with Jacob, I have a rebuttal for that actually. Um, I do see Arsenal doing it, but then I can also take other people's point that Manu are a very, very tough team. Um, there's Chelsea as well. It's, it's going to be very, very close. But essentially, I think the top three will be um, Liverpool, Liverpool, City, Chelsea. The rest is just up to... Up it's to, not for to, scraps. It's up for scraps. And of course, being Arsenal being my team, I'm going to back my team. It's going to be top four. So that's my... Of hmm. United fans, what's, what's, your, what's your answers to the Arsenal fans not having... That's fair enough, man. Yeah, I, mean, I, wasn't, I wasn't expecting anything else. I think I think we have the better squad than than Arsenal, and we've said this before, um, and we're looking to improve on that uh, in this window. So I mean, obviously, there's still uh, a long way to go uh, in terms of what's left of the window. I think uh, a month yesterday. So you know, who knows what Arsenal will bring in? But obviously, they're starved financially, um, and they're really looking to bring in Partey, but don't have the finances to do it at the moment. Um, whereas. Um, Obviously, we're looking to improve defensively and, and possibly bring in uh, the marquee signing. Um, his name won't be mentioned, but we all know who I'm talking about. Um, and if we do that, I think we're right in the mix um, with top four. So um, in terms sure. of a squad as of right now, I think it's better than Arsenal's. And I think we've got enough to finish um, uh, above them in top four. So uh, that's my opinion. And obviously, anybody else who thinks otherwise, they have their opinion. Like, Shalom, it's not it's not a case of I'm not backing Arsenal, but we gotta be we gotta keep it 100. Like they finished 10 points behind, we finished 10 points behind them for starters, yeah. and it's just it's just simple fact that there's they have less variables going into this season. Like they yeah. know their team. We don't know how our centre backs are gonna perform. We don't yeah. know how Shaka's gonna perform. We don't know if Abamyang will get us those 25 goals that we need. Like this, we don't even know who our goalkeeper is gonna be at the start of the season. United's team besides centre-back, is more or less set, in my opinion. Do you know what I mean? So they're going to go from strength to strength, as well as the fact that the squad's just better and they finished 10 points above us. Like, like where we have to rely on a massive drop from United to, 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 to finish above them. I just don't see it. I honestly just don't but see we'll, it. But then, but then what you also need to realise is that we are also on the rise in terms of our performances. So you have to consider that gap will be, you know, significantly lower. And also defensively, we, we, do you get what I'm saying, Toast? We've been, we've been do you well. think that we will be that bad, or exactly. you guys? We're going to rise as well. No, it's not about. It's United not about being. No, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't say. I didn't even mention United. I'm just saying that from the standpoint that you're saying about the ten points. Obviously, we had we had a stinker. We had a stinker last year. So what I'm saying is, Bro, when so it gets we. closer to the oh, time, yeah. But that's why. That's why I stated that. Obviously, I'm going to back Arsenal to finish in top four. But I did say that, oh, it will be closer than actually we think. It, like, 
it, you lot will not run away with it if it is if it comes down to a showdown. Yeah, it will it, it, come it, it, down it, to a wire. Yeah, but you're saying that you're going to finish ahead of us, which means you're saying you're going to be better than us. Okay, 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 guys, guys, guys. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this question. Let's look at the way you finish the season Let me ask the question. With Arteta, do you do you trust him to do a good job against the top four teams when we play them? Yeah. I do, and yet we're going to get run out the ends when Shaka turns up at Old Trafford at the Etihad at Anfield. We've seen okay. it for four fucking years, man. <laughs> like, we ain't seen Shaka in midfield. He can't you know keep what? You know what? We need to have a good conversation. We need to have a silver. No, no, no. We need to have a Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the, the issue is we've had, we've had, um, we've had two managers, and there's somehow... Choose Jacker and ask, ask the question is why? Why? There's no that's, one else. Well, no, 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 we, we can we can we can sell him. We can easily sell him. And, but why? Why are they sticking with Jacker? So until we, we no, answer I, that I, question, we can now deal with it. I, I know yeah. that's is dead, but I think my my thing is if you if you put Jacker as like your your holding midfielder, he's gonna let you down. The way Arteta plays with Jacker. It's just more balanced. But, but has Jacker not been right, though? Why I think... Under Arteta, Jacker's been calm. Yeah, yeah, he's improved, yeah. Tosin yeah. yeah. is going overboard, but... Well, I think what Tosin's saying is basically there's always going to be a moment. There's going to be a moment in it where Jacker will let you down. Yeah, but you know what? Since... Like, Toast, I totally get it. And I know I know you got a lot of anger towards my man, yeah. But let's look at it like... Since Arteta has come in, he's not really made a big mistake. He's played well. Like, is he not? Like, for me, right, that... it, when, for me, there's a quote: "When a person shows you who they are, believe them." Like he's shown us <laughs> three, three and a half seasons, bro. But he's not up to yeah. scratch. So it's yeah. not by Arteta coming in that suddenly that, those three seasons they're nullified. I've seen this guy make hell of mistakes. Attributes, yeah. Like, yeah. The tackling is not good enough. He doesn't have a right foot. He doesn't track his man. I've seen, I've seen Arsenal get run over, run at the ends year on year. Like, what, why are we doing the same things, expecting different results? We know who he is. Four years into what his athletic. Life. Yeah, when he when he boxes an athletic midfielder, it's long. I hear that. I hear that. But you know what? One it. thing I will say though, yeah, I do think, and obviously oh, congratulations yeah. again, I do think Arsenal's FA Cup win and Community Shield win is, is kind of papering over cracks. Like obviously, back your team, think they're going to be in the top four. I respect it, but let's not forget how poor and how far off you man were last season. And I don't think just because you won the but FA that's Cup, that's what I'm that, saying to you, man. It means you're going to get Arteta into had, the top. Arteta had half of the season, and in that time, you can see what he's been doing. That's what I'm saying. But 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 then. Jose gets bared like hate and Spurs ain't reared and everyone thinks we're not going to be anywhere near the top four, but he done a better job than Arteta, in theory. Basically, no, in the league. league. Well, Jose yeah, done a better he, job he, than Arteta. In the league, he league, league yeah. No, he's not lying. No, I hear what you're saying, but I think Jose is because he's, he's, he's calibre in it. He's and the thing is, and the thing is, is I've got the form table up right now. Even since COVID... Tottenham were fourth. They, they were above Liverpool and Chelsea in terms of form, so he's not lying, man. He's not lying. But say, no, say no more. Say no more, then. Say, no, say no more. That's, that's the difference. And you said football is a, is a results business. Didn't you say that, Kenneth? 
I'm not saying that like I've been very critical because 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 here, even even what I'm saying here about Arsenal is not just uh, on the pitch things yeah I'm saying Arteta yeah is kind of addressing backroom things bringing in certain things that we didn't have before whereas I feel like uh, Emery yeah when Emery came he was kind of just dealt the hands and said, oh, this is how it is. Lundberg is going to be an assistant. Pires, Mertesak, whoever it is, right? Whereas uh, Arteta actually has a say in his backroom staff. Do you understand? That's yeah. why I feel like the, the, but the club tabs, is going to move forward tabs, I get that all sense. that. But at the same time, that doesn't affect everyone else. If you know what I'm trying to say, you play us or people in this chat twice a season. So it doesn't affect us of where we can carry yeah, so on. We can then, almost that, leave where we got this last season. All right, but the, that's, the, that's the thing what, that was saying, that those same games that you lot would write us off in and say, ah, oh, what, today, Arsenal, 4-0, it's going to be different now. Yeah, we might not win what, all of that, them. I'm not saying we are. Bro, it, it, might, it might game, not be. No, no, no. I just I'm think just you, saying, what you're, 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 you're saying, asking for is a lot. You're going from eighth saying, to fifth to, fourth, to fourth. All right, all right. But, let's, let's call it to an end, man. Let's call it to an end. So, obviously... Um, <laughs> The, obviously, the main thing that we, we all can agree on that the top two will at least be City and Liverpool and the rest. The rest is yeah. obviously up for a great debate. Um, Golden Boot, we can quickly gloss over that. But, of course, the the usual suspects will be in the running. Aubameyang, Salah, Vardy. Okay. Uh, okay. Believe Timo, Timo Werner's active in that Golden Boot. Oh, yeah. That's Timo Werner as well. Marshall. <clears throat> <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know what? We have to keep a close eye on that guy because he he's having a he, he will have a big season, man. Yep. I'm locked in. I'm locked in on him as well. We will be here to let you know, Chris. Yep. You know. So yeah. All right. So we've reached the end of uh season two, episode 30, episode one, however you want to call it. Please don't forget our bar bar podcast, um PF um fantasy premier league league. Um, the lead code is 9VB3DV. Um, join us and everyone else. It will be great. Obviously, the winner will get a jersey of their choice for the 21-2022 season. My name is Andrew. This is the Var Bar Podcast. See you next week. Peace. 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 out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hi.